football show my name is miles week six has begun the commander's win a football game was played the big news of course was how long would we go without a touchdown because the the colts broncos game was 73 minutes four quarters and 13 minutes of overtime without a touchdown and then this game started without a touchdown in the first half it was three to zero uh, and then the third quarter got going and basically until Justin Fields hit Dante Pettis on a deep touchdown with about seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Or so eight minutes to go. Um, we went 109 football minutes without a touchdown on Amazon Thursday night football. But can we truly say that it was like the worst thing ever? You know, I, I don't know. I was kind of on board with it. You know, the Al Michaels so bad it's good. You know, I, I was rooting for it to go as long as it could. And considering this was a game between the Colts and Broncos and then followed by this game with the Commandos, Commanders versus Bears, to have a kind of through line of fun, you know, that's a win. That's a win. Uh, it was a series of, of doinks and wobbles from these offenses. Uh, Carson Wentz, I mean, had some good throws, honestly. His receivers let him down. Justin Fields looks great and then looks horrible. I, <laughs> It's hard to understand exactly what justin fields is it's not a great quarterback though because consistency obviously um is key uh the the big play i guess was the muffed punt i don't even understand how that bear didn't recover it it's almost like he he recovered it too much that it like slipped out like i don't know what i'm trying to say is he, he tackled he like fell on it so hard that it like popped out of his arm and and back onto the field uh, Brian Robinson punches that touchdown in the second touchdown of the of the game put the commanders up uh, Brian Robinson's a great story obviously he was shot twice in a carjacking attempt uh, right before the season and here he is scoring a touchdown in week six I think that's a story and that you know we should all be thankful that that's happening and so should he uh, it, that's pretty cool uh, the Bears got one more chance. They had a screen to Montgomery, a big run by Fields to get down there. They've got a they've got a goal to go opportunity to score a touchdown. And Fields threw two passes that, that could have been game winning touchdowns if the receivers had made the plays. I'm not gonna say they're like great throws or dimes or anything, but they were playable. Uh, I thought the first throw was tough, but Mooney ultimately doesn't get a hold of the ball that would have been the touchdown. The game ends twelve to seven. And before we get to our 29.4% spectacular, where my brother Kirk will be joining us, uh, I just want to shout out what Al Michaels said. Dan Snyder, sell the team. Sell the team. And I love how Michaels really got to go for it. Just say all the reasons. A bunch of investigations. He just has become a major problem around the league. I feel the team, the league would love for Snyder to sell the team. I, I like that he said that. I'm sure he's got a green light because his boss, Mr. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is probably the guy who wants to buy the team, but it's still refreshing to hear an announcer just call out this person who is, like Michael said, just a problem for the league. All right. Michael Teo Football Show. The show is football everything. NFL history, legacy, the ups and downs of a season. Follow us at MUK underscore football on Twitter 
or YouTube. Subscribe, share, review on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get podcasts. We have shows Thursday after Thursday Night Football, Sunday after Sunday Night Football, and Monday after Monday Night Football. And today, we are going in to the key pivotal point, the 29.4% mark. And with me is my brother, Kirk. Heyo! Kirk McGillivray in the house. Now, Kirk, most of our listeners listen to me talk solo, so you may get hate mail about this for interrupting the stream of consciousness from Miles. Okay, you know, you can hate all you want, but, you know, I'll, I'll be laying down the law, too, so, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you, you might learn a thing or two from old uh, Kirk here. <laughs> you learn a thing. <laughs> it is the 29.4% spectacular. We are going to predict some changes. We're going to talk about what's happened in the five weeks and what's going to happen in the next 12. And we're going to really go for it, like you said, because there's no sense just talking about, oh, I think everything's going to be the same. Oh, yeah. It never is. It's just the first quarter, and just the first quarter of a game is not the end of it. Yeah. Think about, like, last year this time, Kyler Murray was MVP. Oh, yeah. By January, we're like, he's a complete dud. He's deleting the Arizona Cardinals from his Instagram. (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) Like, that all happened. Or the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals were out of it. They barely beat, like, Jacksonville on a Thursday night. Exactly. And (laughs) that's funny you say that, because my point was going to be, saying the Bengals were going to win the Super Bowl in week five last year would be like saying the Jaguars are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Exactly. So the 29.4% mark, one of the reasons I like it is because all all 32 teams have played five games. Yeah. I just really, really like that. We're about to dive into the bye weeks. Yeah, and then it gets so hard. I hate the, oh, Kelsey's got more... T- more targets than any other tight end this year it's like well hey yeah like a bunch of teams have had bias like I, calibrate i hate it when people start giving those statistics especially yeah. on defense yeah and they're like oh the time. this team's given up the the second least amount of yards i'm like well they had a bye week <laughs> so <laughs> no. of, course, of course they have the yeah. like the least amount of yards like, <laughs> it'll even like come like the stats will come on like on friday or sunday like where there's another game to play like and they rank 26 in the league it's yeah. like that means nothing to me it, right now it does and most of that doesn't matter until you get to the third quarter of the yeah. season more towards thanksgiving yeah. so then those stats start to <laughs> round themselves out exactly so this is a nice time where the counting stats that we're talking about actually matter yeah and so we're going to go through three players that we think are riding high but are going to fade then three players that are down low but are going to rise the glory the glory <laughs> and then we'll we'll pick our picks for mvp mvp for f- the last Five weeks, and MVP we think will actually be the MVP for 2022, as well as Rookie of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, and uh, what was my other one there? Uh, Offensive, non-quarterback offensive player of the year. Yeah, and I like that one too. Yeah. All right, so let's let's start with three players riding high but will fade. Let's, Let's just ping pong back and forth. Who's your first one? I mean, I had a, this one's kind of a joke, so I'm just going to put him as an honorary Go mention. If anybody out there is thinking Cooper Rush is actually good, he's going to fade. <laughs> the guy's got four wins. It's not because of him. It's because of the defense. The offense is as simplistically run as possible. When Dak Prescott's healthy, he's coming in. Cooper yes. Rush, no, he's fading. <laughs> I gave... I gave uh, uh, Cooper Rush the Frodo Award on <laughs> Sunday for getting way too much credit. Oh yeah, for this. Yeah, Samwise Gamgee took yeah. it all the way. Like, <laughs> like Cooper Rush is like watching on the sideline while 
Michael Parsons scores a touchdown or, who, or Demarcus Lawrence scores a touchdown. Yeah. Then the Cowboys block a punt and somebody's saying like Dak couldn't have done this. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. He could have to- sat on the sideline too. Totally agree. I think third, I had Derrick Henry. Okay. I don't think he's got off to an incredibly hot start, mm. but I'm, I'm still with, he's too old as a running back. He gets too many carries. He's going to fade as the season goes along, and they're going to have to find an RB2. Yeah. I don't really trust the Titans, and I, I think Henry just gets too much of a workload, and he's, he's getting older. He's breaking down. I mean, it's just it's bound to happen. These running backs at 30 years old fall apart. Yeah, it, it's a, I feel that's a risky one, Kirk. I know, <laughs> because I know. Not only has Henry had like two and a half seasons of greatness, yeah. but also he always starts the season sort of slower and picks up at the minute. So that's, yeah. that's a risky one. I think he's going to fade. I think they'll find somebody else. I mean, okay. you know, Hilliard will have to come in more. They might have to re-sign Devontae Foreman. You yeah. know? I like that little duo last year at the, the second half of the season for the Titans. Me but, too. Yeah. Foreman, if they would have benched henry and played deonta foreman they win that divisional game against the Bengals. absolutely i mean yeah and i know a lot of titans fans support that as well the eyeball test i kind of you know i kind of see it though it's not king henry right now he's not the same guy yeah yeah he, he, eyeball test he's wise. getting slower yeah and I, I think it'll fade slowly but surely i don't i don't think he's gonna get hurt but i think it's certainly gonna be yeah. not the production you want my guy's going to get hurt. It's Saquon Barkley. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For the Giants. Maybe he won't, but he kind of already does, and he kind of already is. I guess all the late August hype about Saquon Barkley, he's back, right? He's back. That was kind of like we saw that a little bit in September, so we are just like, yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah. But I is it, though? I mean, he had like one good play in each game ex- after week one. Like oh, he, yeah. and maybe he's always been like that, but I, the Giants' biggest drive was without Saquon Barkley. Yeah, on the, on week five and in, in London there against the Packers. I don't think that Saquon is taking the world by storm. I don't think this is 2018 Saquon, and I don't think he's even the reason the Giants are four and one. Now, why are the Giants four and one? I do not know. Nobody <laughs> I kn- don't know. They don't even know. <laughs> don't know. But remember, like the Steelers got to like eleven and zero, and we didn't believe in them. Oh, one yeah. of the years, like it happens. Yeah, and they what? They, that's the year they lost to the Browns in the, in the wild card round. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And the Falcons but, were a four and one, like I think last year, the year before, like yeah. they sucked. Yeah. And I, I agree with the Barkley thing. His load is large. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's going to fade and he's starting to get shoulder problems. It's not leg problems now. It's the upper body problems. Yeah. So I, I never, never really trusted his health. So, Me neither. Yeah. I, I saw a stat that said 80% of teams that start four and one make the playoffs. And I was like, that first of all, I thought that was kind of low. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it seems like the Giants would be a candidate to be that one in five. <laughs> They're that team. It seems to happen often. There's always a team like this that starts out hot. It's only because of the wins. You look yeah. at the standings and you're like, that team's good. Yeah. It's just, no. Remember what you thought before the season started. Yeah. They're not a good team. It's funny. We but, started talking about the Giants because in parentheses, I wrote Saquon Barkley. I guess all the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> they will fade. Yeah. yeah this all is right. a 500 team. <laughs> Who's your next player right and high who will fade? You know what? This one I think is a little risky, but uh, I think Tyreek Hill. Oh, oh, I got Tyreek Hill as you well. You got Tyreek well, I have yeah. Hill and Waddle. Okay, yeah, it's a, a, the Tua thing. The his concussion looked bad. Yeah, and, and he's going to come back, but. Tyreek Hill is always this boomer bust player. His stats will probably look fine at the end of the season, but you should look at him now and think he's already got half of them. Yeah. And he's got 12 games to play. He, I mean, he, 
all his all of his yards and touchdowns are pretty much in that game from against Baltimore. Yep. That was it. And I think this slows down the deep threat. They're going to be ready for the deep threat. I think Waddle's probably going to do better than Hill, mm-hmm. but I think everybody's going to slow down. The Miami hype is going to come down. Yeah. And Tua, I don't know if he's going to look like himself. I don't know if they're going to run the same stuff with him. You know, yeah. it's, it's weird coming off the concussion. And besides the 21-point comeback, what, what really was it? Like Tua, the week one against the Patriots, that was nothing. Oh, yeah. That was a dud. And then before he, you know, truly horrifically got hurt in the Bengals game they did nothing yeah and then uh the uh, the the week four game as well or the one where they played the bills the bills like 100 degree yeah i kind of yeah. give them a pass for that one but really all we've seen is that one big comeback with the ravens who truly blew two coverages i'm just saying no tua is not there yet and tyreek hill is like it's like glad he's got another homes people are talking about it like that yeah. way at least before the injury I put in Tyreek and Waddle. Okay. I think Tyreek more so because I think he's more of a hothead. Mm. When the production goes down and, oh. the, and the team starts losing kind of like they are, it's like, I don't know how long he'll stay positive and not start running his mouth diva receiver style. Yeah. You know? So yeah. He I, already that, has. That worries me the most. I mean, they just got blown out by the Jets. Yes, they did. I know it was a third string quarterback, but come on. It was you still they, the they, Jets. They still gave up 40 points to the Jets. That's inexcusable. <laughs> oh, man. I agree. Okay, so that was that was both of ours then. So what's your last one? <laughs> last one is Geno Smith. Oh! I wondered if you would do something. L- look, I don't care if Geno Smith has got the best pass or rating or whatever it's going to fall apart he hasn't really played anybody good let's just go back to week two (laughs) when he played a good defense yep that was a good defense in the san francisco 49ers he scored zero points we scored on a blocked field goal Mm. that was it we got shut out that's right when geno smith has to play an actual good defense He's not going to look like the Geno Smith we've just seen. Okay. The Lions, the Saints. I mean, these aren't good defenses. Of course, he's going to be able to put up some numbers. Yeah. But you know what? He's not actually good. He's got some, even the Saints game, he got some lucky passes to lock it deep. I called those lucky. I don't call those good. I mean, that's like triple coverage. Like, I don't like it. I don't trust him going forward. And I think teams are going to start getting him off his spot. Yeah. You know, they're going to make him scramble more. And that's when Geno Smith just, ugh. Oh, man. I I mean, I don't have Geno down. I will, it's, I will say this in defense. I didn't think Geno could even do that against bad teams. Oh, yeah. I didn't think yeah. he'd ever go deep. And, <laughs> and even the worst team in the league, I didn't think he'd be able to do it to. And he did do it to the bad team. So I, I give him at least that credit. Yeah. He's, done, he's beat my expectation. Yeah. But let's get back to yeah. where he belongs <laughs> i did i hear a i heard a podcast non-ironically say if the seahawks had beaten the saints gino would be in the mvp conversation oh man <laughs> jeez don't listen to that podcast <laughs> don't listen to that podcast it was this one Just yeah. no it wasn't he's going down he's gonna fade real quick all right my last one is jamal williams 330 yards six touchdowns people oh, yeah. are thinking it's great it's only because of swift He's got the hard knocks bump. Everyone likes him. He seems like a cool dude, like an actual cool dude. Yeah. He cries. He's emotional. Those guys, though, they'll, they go and pass. He doesn't really have what it's take to drive a team. Yeah. He, he's playing his role, and Swift got hurt, so he's, you know, he came in, gave his carries, and now he'll yeah. give them back. 
this was a hotter take before the Lions got shut out uh, by the Patriots in week five. But remember, we used to, like, before that, oh, yeah. <laughs> for the first four weeks, we thought the Lions offense was something special. So, oh, yeah, we're like, they're going to put up points consistently, and then they get shut out. Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three players who are down low now, but will rise. And I have to ask you, do you have Russell Wilson on here? No. I do. Really? I do have oh, Russell my Wilson. goodness. So we'll, we'll buttress the Geno conversation with the Russell conversation. Oh, my God goodness it okay he's got a thousand two hundred yards four touchdowns three interceptions he's been horrific in the red zone well the broncos have been horrific melvin gordon it'd be nice if you'd stop fumbling games away <laughs> no kidding uh, <laughs> got four on the season already exactly Jeez. and and key ones he lost them the raiders game and he and javante lost them the, the, the seahawks, seahawks game. game yeah um so russell wilson i feel like if he just fixes that he actually has had some moments this year. He's playing good. We're talking about like he's Justin Fields or Davis Mills now because of that Thursday night football <laughs> game. He has had some moments where he's moved the ball. And I guess the only like hesitancy I have is maybe Nathaniel Hackett is like a complete dud. The coach yeah. for the Broncos. Maybe he's a complete dud. But Russell Wilson still Russell Wilson. He's going to be fine. And he's not going to be he's not going to be Mahomes, but he's not going to be Davis Mills. Yeah. He won't. Okay, he can't really get any lower. So I guess he, guess he does have to that's rise. True. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I so I guess how far to how far is he going to rise? Miles is basically the the question. I think Russell Wilson has a stretch this year that brings Bronco fans hope for next year okay. after Nathaniel Hackett is fired. I think he's going to have like a twelve touchdowns in like three games sort of thing that comes up at some point this year yeah they go like three and two and five games and he has a bunch of yards yeah and, you know, touchdowns and not many picks yeah, yeah. And people will be saying russell's back and this will probably coincide with gino getting shut out because that's <laughs> the nfl that is the nfl I, I don't trust hackett though i think that's my thing i mean even if I'm russell about does it. kind of figure it out i think hackett's a joke my thing about hackett is listening to him talk is the tone of the guy at work who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, that guy is a freaking idiot. He he hired a guy to make game decisions for him. <laughs> like you'll do the analytical decisions. He that, needed to. He's the head coach. That's what you hire that guy for. Yeah. And then he hires another guy to do it. Give him the job. Then. I mean, he, <laughs> was, he wasn't making the decisions. Yeah. He couldn't do it. That's baffling. That is baffling. Yeah. All right. Who's your player down or, you haven't done one yet, right? Who's no. your player down low, but will rise? I got Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. I, I think I don't think Joe Burrow's had a terrible start to the season. I think most people are looking at the record two and three. This is kind of how Joe started last year. Yeah. Look, the offensive line hasn't gelled. They paid a whole bunch of money to figure it out. And I don't know if they will. And I don't think Joe Burrow cares. He can get sacked six times a game. <laughs> He's going to figure it out. I kind of want to put Chase in that same category because I okay. think people have been yeah. kind of disappointed with four, four games without anything big from Chase. Yeah. And I think they're going to find it again. They've been hitting Higgins a lot. It's going to open up the coverage for Chase. Yeah. And I, I think Joe Burrow is going to have a, a stretch where you're just like, oh, yeah forgot about joe burrow yeah but he's not patrick mahomes he's not you know uh you know josh allen he's not tom brady he's not aaron Rodgers. he's just joe burrow this is what joe burrow does yeah and he's gonna put up some monster games and he's gonna put up some average games where he keeps his team in the game and they hope that they can win yeah but i'm not worried about him at all i think he will become a top five quarterback like we were expecting coming into the season all right i like it i like it I'll stay in the AFC North with Deontay Johnson for Ooh, the Steelers. Okay. Kenny Pickett may suck. 
Go fine. Yeah, yeah. But he made a statement to me on his first pass where he went deep, which was the first time a Steelers quarterback has gone deep <laughs> in, a, in a real meaningful way. Big Ben was dead, basically. Trubisky is either stupid or also dead. Both. Um, maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. But Pickett is going to go deep. That's his yeah. personality. That's his goal. That's what the fan base is. He's endearing himself to the Pittsburgh fan base that way. And Deontay Johnson, I truly think, is one of the great deep route runners and deep ball receivers that they've been just using horrifically wrong oh, in yeah. Pittsburgh. And so there's going to be some dynamic stuff that comes out from him. Maybe one of two will warble over his head like a dead duck, uh, bounce on the you know 15 oh, yeah. feet into the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them. Deontay's going to get under. He makes some spectacular catches. He is. Just put it in the vicinity, and Pickett's got nothing to lose. Exactly. That's... I kind of like that. The Pickett no lose, the Deontay skill, he's going to have a good end of the year. Yeah. This one's a guy that really is... He's he's pretty low right now. He's got to rise a lot, and I think he will. This is Cam Akers. Oh! The Rams have not figured out an offense, and I don't think they've even really been trying. The NFC's not that hard. They're just kind of using these first five games as a, you know, preseason for themselves. And Akers was kind of hurt in the preseason. He's kind of hurt in the first game, second game. He's starting to kind of figure it out. The line has to get a little bit better. But in order for the Rams to start winning games, it's mandatory to get the running game going. And Faye loves running. And that's Cam Akers. It's not Henderson. Henderson's not the running back. He's the third down back. You can kind of use him out there. But I think Akers is going to get more involved really quickly here i think he's kind of that guy that's gonna you know second quarter third quarter like oh finally the rams look like the rams because they can finally run the ball Mm. start play actioning a little bit more and that might get Allen robinson a little bit more involved i know he's way down but i thought about Allen robinson on this but i just couldn't I, i couldn't either and i thought it was more important for the rams when i look at them as a team cam Akers is the guy that's gotta get going and if they get a ground game going, the Rams are going to be scary because their defense has been fine. They would be good, but I disagree with you on this one. I think Cam Akers oh, sucks. I think it's good. <laughs> Look, they've played uh, the Bills. Yeah. They've played the Cowboys. They played the Niners. Those are like three of the best defenses. Well, so, that's true. So, of course, you know, they haven't really done that good. So, I think things are going to open up, and I think Cam Akers is going to start rolling and being that guy that they thought that they drafted i'm just frustrated with cam makers even from the playoffs like oh yeah even th- like just it's two yards and nothing over <laughs> and over and over again and it's like what you have cooper cup you know but, just use them again and again and again but they have to do something else yeah it's not scoring enough points just true. cooper cup very true um my last one is sky Moore. Receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. Now, this rookie start has gone about as bad as it could have possibly gone. Oh, yeah. Fumbles, can't get on the field, you know, not really getting a, a, a seal of approval from Pat Mahomes. But yet, Andy Reid still has a Sky Moore package that he rolls out every once in a while. Oh, yeah. And it's only week five. I Based on nothing but that. Based on nothing but the fact that there's a bunch of plays designed for Sky Moore specifically by Andy Reid. Huge. I say Sky Moore, who had got a lot of hype in the preseason and looks good to my eyes, is going to going to ascend late in this year. And the little part of this is also Juju 
I, I don't know. Juju Smith-Schuster. Maybe Antonio Brown was right about Juju Smith-Schuster. Might have been. Broken clock is right twice a day, I guess. And, <laughs> and Miko Hardman is like always in the wrong spot. And the announcers oh, are always yeah. like, oh, he's out of sync with Mahomes. I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think it was Mahomes' fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was Hardman's fault. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is why they brought in MVS and Juju. Because they, exactly. they wanted uh, you know Hardman to be the next hill, and he's clearly not. Yeah. And can I tell you my my classic Kirk reason for why I like Sky Moore? <laughs> he's number 24. Oh, yeah. A receiver wearing number 24. I like it. <laughs> I want it to succeed. <laughs> that is definitely a Kirk reason. <laughs> yeah. I just like the number. I like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my last guy is, you know, huge hype coming into the season. Best running back in the league last year, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Don't give up on Jonathan okay. Taylor. He's coming back with a vengeance. Matt Ryan has looked God awful, but I don't think Taylor's really been healthy since week one. He hasn't. I think they've been resting him. His workload has been kind of down and I think it's about to boom back up. Because the only way the Colts are going to be a good team is if they give him the ball. Mm. They got to give Taylor the ball. And this guy was electrifying last year. Absolutely electrifying. And I think it's going to happen again. They're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. They're still in the division. Mm. A lot of people pick the Colts to win this division. And I think it's still a possibility. They, they have played as bad as they possibly can play. <laughs> okay. And they're still 500. Yeah. Wow. That's 2-2-1. Two, two it's yeah. beautiful, right? It's kind of like the Broncos are only, what, 2-3? and three? Mm-hmm. And they played god-awful. It's <laughs> a good point. And, and the Colts are the same way. And I think Taylor is, you know, he's a top-five running back. For sure. When you guys start seeing some good highlight plays from him again, he's going to start putting up 100-yard games again. Yeah. And he's a much better pass catcher than people give him credit for. Yeah. So once they start using him in the screen game, that's going to help Matt Ryan. It's just everything's going to start to work out a little bit more. I just Matt Ryan's comfort level too, as it improves. Yeah, it'll. He's getting used to his team. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to go to a new system like that. He's always been a Falcon. He's had only like two or three coaches, I think. Yeah. So I mean, you know, now he's with Frank Wright's system. He's got a, the best running back he's had behind him since Michael Turner when mm-hmm. he was a rookie. Yeah. So now you know, here we go. I think it's uh it's gonna happen. And maybe not in the second quarter, maybe it takes to the third quarter, but I yeah. it's definitely Jonathan Taylor pushing the Colts to win this division. The Matt Ryan Michael Turner reference. <laughs> Welcome to a football show all about NFL history. Good <laughs> reference, thank Kirk. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh all right. Let's go. So now we're gonna pick our awards that we think if the season ended today nuclear bomb goes off in 16 of the 32 nfl cities <laughs> they still vote on that. <laughs> yeah. but we need to vote on these yeah. awards the nukes going off we gotta somebody's gotta win this award <laughs> page one page one nukes page two ap uh new rookie nfl of the year. season <laughs> all right so we go through rookie of the year uh <laughs> defensive player of the year offensive non-quarterback uh player of the year and then mvp which is probably going to be quarterback of the year basically yeah, it usually is all right who do you got for uh, let's start with defensive player of the year defensive player of the year i went for the, for a team that's not doing very well but this guy always pops off the screen for me yeah and that's uh minka fitzpatrick Ooh, okay this guy is a ball hawk he, mm. he reminds me of ed reed Wow. He, he's always around the ball. And I know last week, Gabe Davis took it out of his hands, but that was almost a fantastic interception, too. He almost but, had it. But he's had picks. He's tiptoeing down the sidelines. He's always there when there's a fumble. I mean, this guy is all over the field. Yeah. And if when TJ Watt finally comes back and they actually get some pressure on the line, Fitzpatrick's impossible to plan for. 
if you don't have time to see where he's at and you have to force out a ball quick and you saw what they did to the Bengals, mm-hmm. that was TJ Watt and F- Fitzpatrick. Yep. That was all them. So my award goes to Fitzpatrick who I think's already got two touchdowns. Yeah. He's, he's crushing it. And that's the type of stuff that wins you the award. Yeah. The highlight that's on the, the Chris Berman the, three minutes. The, yeah. yeah. And if it, I think the record might hold them from the award cause they're one and four right now. I don't know if they're yeah, going to come back they a little usually bit. Give it to a, a, a team that's winning. Yeah. But for me, I mean, he's just been the clear guy where i'm just like man you you can't replace that guy yeah like he's he's the best safety in the game mine is micah parsons for the cowboys okay that's kind of a boring answer because he's also like the favorite to win the award but i'm so impressed by his ability to rush the edge and win at a so much more consistent rate to the point that just on the broadcast you're like something different about this game the joe burrow game is a great example the week two Bengals cowboys game like, oh yeah why can't joe burrow play football anymore you're like because there's this wrecking ball off of the side oh yeah Micah Parsons has played the last two games like not on full health and made some of the greatest plays seriously <laughs> of the year he's a freak i love what the cowboys have done They've abandoned all uh, pretense that they're going to use him as an outside linebacker. Yep. Someone at Penn State should probably be fired for <laughs> not doing this because you had one. You had an elite edge rusher and you had him in coverage. Oh yeah. And uh, college football. So <laughs> this is kind of what they did with Khalil Mack in the beginning of his yeah. career too. Yes, it is. And they should have just made him an edge rusher. Yeah. And I'm boring. I just said Micah Parsons is going to end up winning in the end. You know, I put that down, but I wanted to give out two guys that I think might steal it. Okay. If they can get sacks. Go for it nick bosa okay i think he's 49ers. already he's already got six yeah. 49ers if they're gonna win that division i think they're gonna give it to him or fred warner's up there yeah. i think i love fred warner but he doesn't get the stats so i, I would say nick bosa yeah. gets it and the war- but, award often is like an award for the line or for the defense as a whole yeah. to the guy who gets sacks exactly yeah. right the whole defense is good but they'd give it to the, yeah. the guy that's got the statistic i also want to throw out miles garrett because oh, don't yeah. don't ever sleep on miles garrett there's a game where he might get five sacks true and, and all of a sudden he looks like he's awesome yeah. did they play the bears this year <laughs> i don't know but they still got pittsburgh you know i mean yeah. you know they, I, mean, I, I love miles garrett i'm just waiting for him to get that huge season and i mm. he's one of those guys who might not make it because the browns don't win enough games yeah. to me it's kind of bosa or parsons at this point okay and okay. i love i want i'd rather have fred warner win but you know I, fred warner will probably win like the the fancy awards the more like pff like metric awards yeah 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 I, fred but, warner is one of the best players in the nfl i'm happy you shouted him out oh yeah he's such a like nobody talks about him i know and he's I'm, the bobby wagner of now exactly yeah. right <laughs> uh rookie of the year who do you got it, it's hard to go against Brees hall oh, the, on the jets i did not go Brees hall you but. know his statistics are awesome yeah. and he has been a a bell cow i did not expect him to come in and just take over the backfield he, this guy played a couple games with joe flacco <laughs> and he's still putting up good stats and this last week against the dolphins he put up more he's involved in the run game and the pass game he is mm-hmm. clearly good at both if he stays healthy he might just take the whole damn award but it's really hard to pick somebody that i mean he's got so his stats are awesome i yeah. think he's got like 600 total yards already he de- well he got two big receiving place yeah yeah but he's he's good enough to be a receiver he's kind of reminds me of like a i guess he doesn't really run like him but kamara yeah you know he can do both you know he he's he's definitely involved they rely on him the jets are clearly gonna work him into the ground yeah <laughs> but Which that's fine through five weeks he's been fantastic yeah. he's the only reason they're three and two in my opinion wow wow i did man 
Brees Hall. I don't even. I was debating Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson as which jet I would talk about. Oh. Things are brewing up in, in in the Jets. There, they got talent. I want Damon Pierce though. Okay, for the for the Houston Texans. Partly just because of some of the runs he did last week. Oh, yeah. Where he looked like he broke so many tackles. Yeah. This is the rare year where there's like not a rookie quarterback to win the award because a rookie quarterback always wins the award. I know. Because the people voting on it are like 78 <laughs> and they don't, they're like, they don't think that quarterbacks as rookies can play. So every time even a little bit of a quarterback success, they're like, what? Like, wow, you got 20 touchdowns what? and 12 picks? Oh, like Dan Marino <laughs> has ever succeeded as a rookie quarterback. Um, but it's <laughs> so not true, <laughs> but they're 78. They don't know. <laughs> so Damon Pierce is my pick for now. And okay. I already gave away my pick for going forward. Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, New York Jets. Really? I, maybe we're getting a little hyped on the jets here. Kirk. Yeah. We're talking Breeze Hill. Garrett Wilson looks so good to me and he keeps getting, he's maybe he's kind of a LaShawn McCoy. One of those guys who looks like he has a season ending injury every, every <laughs> week. But when he, he's the one who got the record touchdown, uh, the winning touchdown against the Browns. Yeah, yeah. And he's had some high point catches. He's had some, some route running stuff that looks better to me than it should as a game player in his first five games. So what I extrapolate out of that is he's going to be even better. Okay. And Zach Wilson is a good type of quarterback to make a receiver look good. Now, Zach Wilson ain't going to look good, but he's going to throw some up. He's gonna- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I like Garrett Wilson just as the player. I, I do think, I, I think this is a weird year because I don't think a quarterback's going to get it. If anybody's going to get it, it's Kenny Pickett, but I don't think he's going to get no. it. Well, Bailey Zappi. Oh, maybe. Who knows? He might be the next Tom Brady. But <laughs> that would be hell. That really would be. But, you know, I, I kind of wanted to give it to a running back, but I th- I wanted to throw out Chris Olave. Okay. New Orleans Saints, they don't have a quarterback, and this guy's still putting up stats. Mm. You know, Michael Thomas and Landry kind of dominated week one, but they've been hurt now. And I know Olave got the concussion. He still caught it. Still caught it with a concussion. They, they like, reversed it. Like, they reversed it. Like so, he theoretically doesn't even know. He doesn't even know he got a touchdown yet. He's got to look at the stat sheet eventually. But yeah, I like this guy. He's quick. He's high pointing. He runs good routes. Um, you know, he did great. I think it was Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. But he he's been awesome. I also want to throw out maybe Kenneth Walker. Oh, now that Penny's hurt. Now that yeah. Penny's down, but I just I'm not big on the Seahawks, even though we're Seattle fans. It's just. <laughs> It's hard to trust this guy coming in and finishing a season, putting up great stats. Yeah. But this guy was fantastic in college. There's nobody behind him. Yeah. It's DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. I mean, Walker's got to get a bigger load. I don't think he'll get it, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be playing good as a Seahawks running back because you're about <laughs> to snap your leg, yeah. be carted off, and put in the Seahawks running back ward at, at, at UW. You know, there's a lot of people there. <laughs> lot of, Chris Carson just lives he, there. He, he's still there. He's, he's working on that neck. <laughs> All right. Offensive player of the year, and I just I parentheses, non-quarterback, basically. Yeah. I, I think you got to give it to Nick Chubb. I have Nick Chubb too. You got, Damn it. It. You got okay. Well, I'll give an honorary mention after I've got this. A, okay, but, okay. I'm Nick Chubb. This guy's so fantastic. I don't think anybody really gets how good his stats are for how little he's on the field. Yeah, he's on there for fifty percent, sixty percent of the snaps. It's exactly what I had. It's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> and every every single year you come in and go, oh yeah, there's Nick Chubb, but there's also Kareem Hunt, and it doesn't hurt Chubb's value at all it baffles me that this guy comes on the field probably gets the ball half the time he's on the field yep and they still can't stop him (laughs) he is such a smooth running back he's so smooth 
it just baffles me. I mean, just he he's able to bounce it. He, he kind of reminds me of Marshawn Lynch, just less violent. Yeah, the balance. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of just wait. He's setting up his blocks so well. It, he just there's something about Nick Chubb that I think is going to give him a long career. It's just a shame that he has to play for the Browns. We for- <laughs> it really is. It really is. It is. I mean, I'm glad that he gets to run over Brownie the Elf. And, you know, represent Jim Brown a little bit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it sucks that Jacoby Brissett is the one who is quarterback and soon to be Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, hasn't played in the two years. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to come out very good either. Yeah, and so. could be suspended later since he thinks he did nothing wrong. <laughs> so, theoretically, means he'll continue to do this. That's the way things work. It's a weird world. My honorary mention was Stefan Diggs. Ooh. I feel like... One one week without Diggs throwing or getting a hundred yards, and everyone's like, "Who's the best receiver in the NFL?" It has always been Stephon Diggs, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Number three, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Devonta Adams. Boy, we got a lot of good receivers in the league right now. I know. I kind of, Debo. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I thought Jefferson was my honor, honorable yeah. mention. Diggs Jefferson was your honorable mention. Yeah. Nice. I man, that was close. But I just want to point out that when we zoom out. When did the Josh Allen thing start? It started with Stefan Diggs. He is so good. He is so good and at everything. At everything. Oh, yeah. I don't think people understand how much coverage he takes. Exactly. Like, why is Gabe Davis wide open on these passes, having yeah. one-on-one coverage? Because everybody's trying to stop Stefan Diggs. Exactly. Like, because <laughs> there's a guy doing a little three-yard out route and could could turn it right up. He's one of the best in the league. It's Stefan Diggs. By the way, he could also beat you deep. By the way, he could also beat you intermediate. He could slice your zone. Justin Jefferson, though, he, that's a good other one. I know. I like him. And Cooper Cup's been on fire. It's a good It's a good year for, for receivers. Cooper Cup, I was surprised by. I did not think he'd repeat this, but right, yeah. right now, he's right back on pace. <laughs> right back on pace. All right. MVP. Who's MVP through five weeks? Uh, probably have the same, maybe. Maybe? Oh, yeah. MVP through five? Oh, did we do a season non-QB? Uh, oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. Good, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Who's your season non-QB? You know, I, I went risky on this one. I'm saying Dalvin Cook. Oh, whoa. Really out of... That is... I, I don't think he's actually even got started. And I think now that teams are going to have to start worrying about the pass more, I think Dalvin Cook's going to start gashing people. Mm, when he gets like set that. up on screens, he's awesome. He's had a few runs where he's just got ankle tackled, but he was through a bullet through the hole. Mm. And I, th- the Vikings haven't really played anybody yet, but once that Dalvin Cook gets going, we've never really seen him complete a full season of awesomeness. And I think this That's might true. this might be his year. He's in his prime. He's on a good team. They still need to score a bunch of points. This guy's this boy's gonna get the rock. This is that one year where it yeah. happens. They're gonna be I looking like at everybody's gonna be starting to guard Jeff, Justin Jefferson, and I think it goes to Dalvin Cook. Hey, I mean, what has pre- preceded a lot of great running back seasons in the in the recent years? A good passing game. Yeah. So what happened with Derrick Henry? Exactly. AJ Brown happened and then Derrick Henry it, it, went off. It opens everything up, and nice. I think he's about to have a good like eight week stretch of just dominance and everyone's gonna be like yep Dalvin Cook's number one fantasy pick next year you know everyone's gonna be all up on him I think he wins the award okay all right out of nowhere it's an early season so far but (laughs) I was gonna go really vanilla and and stick with digs but you know what you've inspired me to go a little crazier here's a guy I was flirting with putting it in and I'm just gonna do it Mike Evans Ooh, Mike Evans because I think Tampa Bay will need to throw oh yeah and 
Tom Brady loves Mike Evans. He really does. I mean, more. I've never seen him love a big outside receiver like this basically since randy moss oh yeah he's got his slot guys he's got gronk but i've never had he he loves mike evans he has like the uh, brady has the longest average depth of target that he's ever had in his career basically oh yeah <laughs> he's 45 years old ridiculous and he's a stubborn son of a bitch <laughs> the bucks line is is banged up they're going to keep needing to throw. They're not destroying the world. One of the things I worry about with Diggs is the, the Bills are just going to have to throttle it down. Oh, yeah. To win the award, you've got to have you know legendary numbers. Yeah, and um, consistently yeah. putting it on in the air. All right. And I feel better about that than just the boring one. I'm going Evans. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. All right. Quarterback or MVP. Sorry, you can pick another player, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give Austin Eckler a shout out, but Ooh. I'm not sure if he's actually going to take the award. So yeah, he's tough because the Chargers might suck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know what the Chargers are. Nobody, no, they don't even know what they are. So neither one of us said Christian Kirk. All right, well, I'll let it go. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> I don't trust Jacksonville at all, <laughs> but I do like Christian Kirk. Uh, MVP. This one's. I'm going to give it to Patrick Mahomes so far. Okay. I, I think. It's a tough award. I think uh, you kind of have Hurts. You have Lamar Jackson. You got Josh Allen, obviously. But if there was a guy that was most concerned with coming into the season because of who we losing Tyreek Hill, yeah. said, what's what are the Chiefs going to be? And guess what? They look better. Just fine. They look fantastic. Patrick Mahomes has already got off to an extremely hot start. He's got a ton of touchdowns. He doesn't have many interceptions which is usually a plague for him early in the season yeah. him trying to force too much. He looks very controlled. That offense looks like they're going to throw four touchdowns every week. I mean, it, it's really hard to not look at him and be like, yeah, he's the reason they're winning. I like that. Mahomes was my runner up, but I went with Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen has two 400 yard games and one of them is not the Rams opener Ooh. where our takeaway universally was, Oh, Josh Allen's here. <laughs> so just want to point that out. Oh yeah. <laughs> what I called the Josh Allen Jubilee. Cause it was the day the queen died. <laughs> so we, we celebrated Josh Allen as the new monarch okay. of the queen of England. Um, no, he is, he is absolutely on fire. The game against the Steelers was 20 mile per hour wins. Oh yeah did, yeah! did anyone even know that? Because Josh Allen made yeah. it look like nothing. It looked easy for him. <laughs> He's just tossing out a fifty-yard dart. <laughs> Josh Allen has seventeen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns, and he's played probably three less quarters than he had to because he was resting. Yeah. So I, I, I give it to Josh Allen. I would say so. Yeah. I do like Jackson and Hurts. I think they're in the conversation definitely. at least right now. But definitely, yeah. Lamar Jackson was a. I think last week's win but kind of a dud from him uh and that after week two and three i was gonna do lamar jackson yeah but, but or who's gonna win for the season i'm going josh allen okay it's really hard to go against him to me it's it's allen versus mahomes for this season yeah and i think a lot will be determined by who wins this game who has the better record who wins the week six matchup yeah and i, I think it's kind of going to come down to mostly a record thing rather than a uh, a statistical thing and i think Allen will have the same amount of statistics as mahomes has but he'll have a better record mm. than the chiefs will have 
I'm I'm going with Mahomes, so I guess we're like like perfectly switched. I got the Bills beating the Chiefs, so you got the Chiefs beating the Bills. Apparently, (laughs) I do have the Chiefs beating the Bills. I I agree with you. It's going to be the the quarterback for the number one seed in the AFC is going to get the MVP. Yeah. But Mahomes has the narrative thing with him. The Tyreek Hill is gone. Yeah. So I guess that's why I picked him for now. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, t- I just, I don't know. Allen, I think Allen's just unstoppable. It, so, it's his yeah. year. So like, Lamar Jackson, what's Lamar Jackson's path to the MVP? How can he break through there? He's got to have a thousand yards rushing again mm-hmm. and probably going to need pretty close to 40 touchdowns yeah passing passing yeah Yeah. and i don't think he's gonna do it did you see that pass he overthrew against the Bengals? i did he's gonna miss some more like that so that's what concerns me with him i he threw overthrew two in that game i don't even know which one you're referring to yeah i forgot what the second yeah like um yeah that's it's tough lamar jackson has one thing going for him which is the rest of his team is kind of universally decided they suck yeah so and he's carrying so he's clearly carrying yeah jalen hurts you mentioned a little tougher case for me especially since they keep running the ball so well yeah that that usually hurts a quarterback's mvp case i thought about just giving him the now award yeah but you know i I don't think he's going to sustain this throughout the season yeah you know he's going to get banged up a little bit and you know i still haven't really seen him just have a good solid always passing game Mm. he seems to be running the ball a little too much josh allen two years ago kind of thing yeah and i mean that doesn't always age well into the cold exactly yeah um what's i know i'm just throwing this question at you what's like your wildest pick what (laughs) who is the weirdest mvp that's feasible to you the weirdest mvp that's feasible man you know i (laughs) i hate it but i kind of wanted to say tom brady God, <laughs> you, just the thing where you're saying they have to throw all the time. Yeah, if, if he puts up a ton of statistics and they're like, "This is Brady's last year," mm-hmm. let's give him the MVP award. We haven't given it to him in six yeah. years or something. Should have given know? it to him last year. Oh yeah, but I, he's kind of the weirdest one where I think he might get it just because of his name. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, it's hard to pick a running back or receiver. I would love to pick a running back or receiver, yeah. but. There hasn't been one since Peterson in 2012. Yeah, I was really trying to think of uh, a running back receiver kind of has to have all the quarterbacks be bad to win the MVP. That's the thing about that 2012 season. Yeah. Every, Nobody earned there, it. There was really. no high quarterback that year. Yeah. yeah. I guess my my weirdest. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I asked you the question, but I didn't have one <laughs> myself. OK, here here's a weird one. But this is theoretically possible. It goes against your Dalvin Cook thing. But. If Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings take the number one seed in the NFC Ooh. and they do it with offense, with the Kevin O'Connell offense, because Kirk Cousins, when they're winning, he gets the numbers. Yeah. He gets it. Kirk Cousins got a 5,000 yard year in him somewhere. Oh, yeah. And a low interception. Yeah, he had a good year last year, yeah. too. So. so if they turn it around, they're like number one seed in the NFC type of thing. I could see it being Kirk Cousins. That would be awesome. That'd be wild. I love that. I love having Kirk win yeah. the MVP. I've <laughs> been waiting for a Kirk. And you, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for a Miles to win Defensive Player of the Year. Hey. So come on, Miles Garrett. There we go. He spells with a Y, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Miles Sanders, then, okay. for a different award. Offensive player, non-offensive, <laughs> non-quarterback, offensive player of the year. <laughs> All right, 12 minutes here. Let's wrap it up with the big three we're going to pick our afc title game nfc title game and super bowl pick i just want you to tell me who do you what two teams do you have in the afc title game afc title game just two yeah oh man because it's it, this one was really hard for me but I, I, wait only two teams would be playing no, no three 
<laughs> they changed the game. <laughs> changed the game. It's a diagonal field triangled. <laughs> you can say your two and then elaborate on uh, what else. It's hard to not pick Bills versus Chiefs. <laughs> I pick Bills Chiefs too. It's, it's really hard, but I thought if there is any buddy that's gonna get upset i think it's the chiefs yeah and i think the ravens would be the team to be able to pull that off okay bills ravens bills ravens i think bills ravens could be the 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 afc title game and i think a lot of this will just depend on seeding yeah it's it's, who's at home yeah but i I think the ravens have the best chance to upset either the bills or the chiefs because you know I mean, they already took the Bills to almost win that game in week three mm-hmm. or week four. And, uh, you know, they've always played the Chiefs well. If yeah. Lamar Jackson's healthy and the, you know, maybe he can pull it off. Maybe, Lamar's yeah. got it. Lamar's got an ability to beat anybody at any yeah. time. And the Chiefs play close games. They always let their te- other teams kind of stick around. So Andy Reid. And, you know, I like John Harbaugh. Still, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's been there forever. So he's a guy that can compete with Andy Reid. Yeah, and they have Justin Tucker, too. Yeah. Who will win those close Clutch ones. kicker, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I also said Bill's Chiefs. This is why I started with the AFC title game. It's kind of the boring one. Yeah. The Chiefs, not only do they have Pat Mahomes, but they have like this infusion of talent around them like two good draft classes in a row like it's not fair yeah and the bills the defense is looking good the pass rush is looking good like how can you really pick against them all right who wins who wins i got bills i got bills yeah it's hard to not have the bills in this year they haven't done anything that's said to me they're not gonna make it yet yeah agreed as long as they stay healthy i think they are they're on their path to the super bowl yeah so this wasn't very wild or very spicy of us i know i know But, but i mean I mean, I it is what it is. I could have went, you know, Chargers, Ravens, and then just <laughs> blew your mind. <laughs> Dolphins and the Titans. Like <laughs> it would be so like the Chargers to go super far in the year where all their players get hurt, which is every year, I guess. But oh yeah, all right. I, NFC title game. This is way more interesting. Yeah, this was a tough one to yeah. pick. How man. many teams do you have playing in the NFC title game? I got seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. So this one, I kind of went bold. I'm saying Vikings. Okay. And I'm saying Cowboys. Oh my goodness! Oh, okay. Vikings. Are they Cowboys. starting Dak or Cooper Rush? I'm kidding. They're they're starting <laughs> Dak. I, I think the Cowboys have a legitimate defense. Okay. And I think when Dak Prescott comes back, when everybody finally realizes Cooper Cup sucks, and Dak Prescott comes back, he's not going to have to try to do so much. He got to watch four games like where the the game is simpler. Mm-hmm. They're, they're helping more. They're they're using Elliott and Pollard in a split. Yep. It's not just you know seventy percent Elliot thirty percent Pollard anymore. They're using Pollard to his capability, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons is awesome. The defense is fantastic. I think this is the year that they can make it to the championship game. Yeah, and I like the Vikings. I do. I really like. I like yeah. Kirk Cousins. He's super positive. Jefferson's on a roll. I, obviously, I mentioned Dalvin Cook just about to go off. Mm-hmm. Thielen's always a sleeper. Irv Smith's there. Yeah, good talent on defense. I like the coach. He's managing games well in the fourth quarter, which Mike Zimmer didn't. Yeah. And uh, you know they're they're winning games that they usually lose early on, mm. and I think they're going to carry this momentum. They have a great aesthetically pleasing field. <laughs> <laughs> There's a miles take. There's a miles take. And I like it. I th- I think this is the year that the vikings make it to the championship game and vikings cowboys seems as random as it can get you know that'd be an awesome title yeah i would love it that's what i'm rooting for so man well i i have two totally different teams i've got the buccaneers and 49ers interesting that none of us have the eagles at five and oh couldn't pick the eagles i don't think jalen hurts is 
game works in in the in the cold weather. Yeah, I I've, I'm not a con- Jalen Hurts hater anymore as I was. I thought he couldn't even play football. Yeah, he's proven me wrong, and I've eaten that humble pie and you know <laughs> dissolved the hater club right here on this podcast. But it seems like he's still like really a sophomore at this point. It seems like kind of destined to to have a failure in the playoffs and yeah. Um, so. I think I think that the Buccaneers will upset the Eagles. I think the 49ers are going to do really well. Really? Uh, I just like the the talent on defense is is so deep. They're doing like they're hurt all over the place right now. Oh yeah. And they're still like crushing people. They're doing this run game against the Rams without Trent Williams, who is probably the best player in the NFL. Oh yeah. He'll come back. Eric Armstead will be back. Fred Warner is there. Nick Bosa is there. So it's kind of a Rams thing for me with the 49ers. As long as their stars stay healthy, they got something here. Yeah. And Garoppolo will blow it. He'll blow it. Yeah. In the (laughs) NFC title game. <laughs> pick six as he did as he did multiple times last playoffs so i have the buccaneers winning okay and now you yeah. i've already kind of my everything i said about mike evans offensive player of the year i think the buccaneers are going to go scorched earth at some point late in the year okay and how classic brady would that be i know right <laughs> he, he, i don't think he's trying yet either he's just been using a preseason exactly. here for the first five games yeah. he, i mean it is a preseason that's really all it is the nfc is not that competitive the bad teams are bad and you only have to be in the top seven i don't think seeding matters that much and he doesn't need to worry about the division title really even i mean who's gonna the falcons the the saints Saints? come on yeah no way he's not looking over his shoulder at andy dalton (laughs) slash Taysom hill (laughs) though Taysom hill crushed us but well yeah that's the seahawks all right so your your super bowl is so Wait, who did you say won the Vikings, Cowboys? The Vikings. So Vikings, Bills. Vikings, Bills. Both teams 0-4, or they're 0-8 combined in oh, Super Bowl. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. So a tie. It almost kind of <laughs> leaned by a pick that way. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and I almost went with uh, Bills-Cowboys again mm-hmm. and have the Bills lose, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> You know what? I, I I picked the Bills, but I kind of want to pick the Vikings. And I was thinking about this on the drive up. Okay. I was thinking, you know what? Nobody that wins the MVP, and I have Josh Allen winning the MVP. Right. Whoever wins the MVP doesn't win the Super Bowl. It's true. It has it ha- not happened this century. It hasn't happened since 1999. Exactly. Kurt Warner. Nice Teo football reference. It's so long ago. And there's been MVPs that have made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They, they lose. And, and there's yeah. been quite a few that make it to the Super Bowl and they lose. So based on that, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'm going to okay. pick. I'm going to pick Kirk Cousins. Wow. I'm going to pick Kirk Cousins to win the whole damn thing. Nice. Minnesota gets a championship and upsets Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. I, man, you went full Minnesota. I went, I went way more bold. Nobody likes them. They're going to be no underdogs one. the whole season. Even if they go freaking thirteen and four, mm-hmm. win the division, they're still going to be like, well, it's Kirk Cousins can't play in big games. Yeah. He could put on an Eli Manning stretch in the playoffs. He absolutely I mean, a could. A Joe Flacco stretch, you yeah. know? I, I think he's he's got the talent around him this year to make it happen. And I think the Buccaneers beat the Bills. Ooh. Tom Brady comes in and beats the Bills, the best Buffalo team of all time, because life is meaningless, <laughs> and we're all just killing time before we join the great void. Because oh. <laughs> life is not fair, I can't and believe I that. hate it, but it's going to happen. You know what? That, that I like that. <laughs> I like, Buffalo fans I, are like, no! 
They're like, you gotta be kidding me. Tom Brady, 45 <laughs> years old, celebrating with Chris Godwin, oh. and just like on the sideline, like just holding up that trophy while Bill's players walk off. It's the worst thing in the world, yeah. and it's so it's gonna happen. I can picture it now. <laughs> I really can. That's awful. It, I, I tell you, it was hard for me to not put the Bucks in the championship game. Yeah. Just because... They're going to the playoffs. There's not really... Yeah that many good nfc teams and i'm just like who's got the best yeah. quarterback and like experience coming in and i'm like it's exactly. the bucks but i hate tom yeah. brady <laughs> and it's him. not like it's brady alone the, the defense is good defense is good so you yeah. know you have i factored that in i didn't talk about it a lot but it's there's a lot on that defense yeah oh gosh geez the Tom Brady wins another one. Yeah. Super Bowl number eight. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, spoiled oh, the end of the year. Man. Sorry about that. I tell you, but you know, I think the MVP comes down to Allen and Mahomes. And if you're a betting man, remember it. When the playoffs come around, yeah. whoever won that MVP, you know, go bet on somebody else exactly. to win the Super Bowl because they ain't going to win it. Simple and easy. It's that simple. Yeah, I don't really know why is. people don't just become billionaires off of your advice. I know, right? <laughs> why don't I do that? <laughs> yeah, why I should start listening that? to you myself. You can do it out at the Tulalip Casino. I, I should go put, put a bet on the Vikings right now. I'd probably have great odds. You should. Yeah, yeah. I'm, They're probably like ninth or 10th on the team lists yeah. for, for odds. You know, and, and nobody's going to believe in them until the NFC Championship game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, well... Muckle Teal Football Show. That is the show. We'll be back Sunday night to talk about, well, Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs e- and Eagles, Eagles Cowboys. Cowboys. Two yeah. great games. That's All right. We are signing off. Thank you and a good night.